Hello, and welcome to What's Crackin', a 3XR podcast on 3XR Radio. I am your co-host, Eliasi's Digital Espresso Machine. On this episode, Adam sits down for a conversation with the cheeky CMW Toys to chat about all things custom wrestling figures. We hope all four of you listening, including my unbearable neighbor, enjoy. Please like, share, subscribe, review, and all of that shit. Now, without further ado, some say he gives a more wooden performance than Hacksaw, Jim Duggan's 2x4. It's your host, 3XR Studio, a.k.a. Adam Evans Pringle. Run those tiles. XR Radio. Hello, mate. How you doing? Hello. It's nice to actually meet you. Um, I think it's been coming up to what year and a half, two years since we probably started yeah, speaking. Because I know you and I got into things around the same sort of time. Um, first time properly speaking to you. I mean. I'll be completely candid. I'm not one that normally enjoys stepping out from the facade of the curtain. I'm quite. A, <laughs> I like. I like. Yeah. I like to speak to the people I speak to, and if if people come and chat to me, I like to say hello. But I generally try and sort of keep myself to myself. I'm pretty terrible at replying to most people, so it's oh, really? nice to actually speak. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's nice. To, it's nice to speak because, like, like you say, man. I, I heard you on on Joe's thing the other week. Or the other day, sorry, and and you were saying you don't speak to many people in in real life about this hobby or, or things like that. And I mean, I guess I take for granted how lucky I am to be able to do that, right? Because mm-hmm. not everyone does, and and the other thing is not everyone's so open about the hobby. So, I mean, look, the the good thing is I, I don't think I'd have been uh, able to 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 do as well at customs as I can now if I didn't have people like yourself and, and others through Instagram to speak to. So it's it's great to actually sort of branch out from my comfort zone and actually have a chat. And like you say, I think it was either you or Joe said it's a bit weird to just ask for someone's number to have a chat about toys. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That was the thing. It yeah. was like, uh, from, a, from a selfish perspective, it was like the, <laughs> wanting to do this was just to, you know, have a reason to have like an actual conversation Um you know, like with you, because I've spoken to you for so long, but I've never actually spoke to you. Uh, and now, like, I'm in, um, now I'm in America. I'm not even anywhere near for, for anything in, in real life, in person. But yeah, it would be like, it would be kind of weird if you just went, oh, do you just want to chat on the phone for an hour? Like, but because it's being recorded, it's like, a, it's like a safe space, I guess. Yeah, it's true though. But then the other thing is, right, it's like, look, as we said there's two two points actually right one that you mentioned again on, on the podcast and we will go past this subject obviously but it, there's there's so many things that you kind of said that i kind of could understand would resonate with so many people right mm-hmm. i was like you i i found when the major figure podcast came out come out present past whatever um I absolutely loved it and I, I'm not really much of a podcast listener i don't really mm-hmm. know much to listen to i maybe 
dip in and out of some, but it was very rare that I'd find one that I listened to all the way through. And I've tried other ones. So, it's, you know, for, for people to have something else that is more uh, accessible to make the hobby easier, such as customs or, or, or collecting, then, and then all kind of, uh, uh, what would be the media would be great. Right. Do you get what I mean? Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I told totally. you this. I digress a lot. This conversation is going to have no start. To yeah, no, no, no. So, so do I. I'm, I'm not the best person for this job, but uh, nevertheless, here I am. Uh, but yeah, I think that's fine. Like, um, you know, with with my with my customs and stuff, and like the way I post things on Instagram, I like to I like to be pretty transparent. Like, I show I show a lot of the the working and the ideas and all the kind of like stuff in between, rather than necessarily. Just the polish thing at the end, which is fine. Like, I mean, you know, you do that kind of kind of thing, which is cool. But I guess if I take that into this, then that's good because it means that I can be a little bit more organic and and honest and uh, just sort of find my feet live mm. in a way. I mean, it's not live, but you know what I mean. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? Because it's funny you mentioned this. I would love to be able to to post shots of, of figures as they're going through and more often than not i'll use it on stories right but here comes mm-hmm. the the ocd part of me right and let's be perfectly frank as collectors we all have that weird ocd whether it's about how we do something where how we present something mm-hmm. if you look at my page i was very lucky pretty early on i fell onto a style of how i posted it's pretty simple black ring black background front on shot yeah. boom so i can't really use that as kind of theme by putting it th- and it would just it makes me feel uncomfortable <laughs> that it would like be out of alignment and if, so like i see like you and is it chargrove he does the same like i love it when i see people who do the, the process shots and i love sharing that seeing that as well so i do try and spatter it out where i can on my stories and that but it's just the ocd of that kind of neat tile and nice clean background yeah yeah totally but i mean that's you you, you kind of like you know own your kind of lane and do it do it as you want i guess it was like um when i used to when i first started looking at this stuff and it was it was like reaper uh and and just those kind of um almost frankenstein monster kind of shots of like having a having like a raw head and then like a then like a weird arm on, on this and like I, don't know, this, I, I quite like the, the rustic look of that and then also things just looking busy you know like a like a mess but it's like it's like an interesting kind of mural of shit. Like you can see, I don't know, something on going on in the background. And uh, mm, yeah, yeah. It, it, it becomes a bit like uh, you, if you're like me, you, you end up looking at pictures and then you spot the things you're not necessarily meant to spot. And they're the kind mm-hmm. of things that you get excited about. And that's the things that create the curiosity or for, you know, a perfect example of that is, you know, we, we take inspiration from other people's work, right? You may be sat there and someone, like you say, has posted a picture, but in the background, you, you've noticed they've created a, I don't know, custom of the rock and they've done something cool and you weren't really meant to see it, but you're like, ah, oh. so you get excited. So I get what you're saying. And, and, and yeah, 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 exactly. And, and it's not, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's in the background is uh, I'll place there purposefully because it's not, um, like I don't have because of because our apartment's really small. I don't even have like a, a, a space for like a workshop or anything as it is. So I kind of do everything mm. in the kitchen, and I just sort of put these black. Like I use like a 
like a cutting board and then I put like Mm-mm. a blackboard behind it. So everything is sort of in shot anyway. Not like, not like really like yeah, yeah. perfectly, but I'm just trying to make it look like I want it to look eventually. Cause I don't have like a, you know, a garage or whatever, but um, yeah, See, that's, that's, that's my luck. I mean, I'm very fortunate in the, the space I have to create and also display, right? I mean, you see behind me, I'm, yeah, I've yeah. got a lot of stuff and not everyone's so lucky to be able to have that. Um, and also with the space, because the second room in, in our house, it's my partner, she's creative as well, and she needs a space yeah, yeah. for what she does. So we use the second room as an office. So it, it was by na- natural sort of cause that this become the, the second space to especially work from home with COVID, but also then, when I become creative, like my space be- like behind here is just chaos, like figure parts, paints, figures that are meant to be on display, just chaos. So, you know, it's not always good having your own space. Like the fact that you have your area that you put away and put away, it all goes neat because eventually it's from chaos and then you lose stuff. Or, or if you're like me, you lose stuff, but then you could just be more organized and then you wouldn't lose stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I will hopefully move into that thing in the near future. And then it's like having, um, then you can kind of leave it a mess, which I'm fine with. Because if you have like a, a display area, whoa, there's a microphone, um, and, and like a working area, then you can kind of, which is kind of nice. I mean, I have had a display before, but having a, last time I had one, having like a, having a little kid, they like one little, one little knock on it. And like, you know, mm. they all come tumbling down basically. And then it's like, for fuck's sake. And then I don't want to put them back up. That's where you need a detail f- like for that kind of, because they're glass, like naturally it causes like a don't go near the glass. I mean, I don't have kids, right? So mm. I'm not speaking from experience here. For all I know, kids could run and smash. And it, do you know what I mean? That could be the worst advice I've given. But my presumption would be at least then if you put it in a glass case, you can put it in a corner or away or whatever. And yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, that, that was what I had. It's, I guess it's more, I suppose, from a... I mean, he's like two, nearly three. So he's, he's a little bit more interested now in this stuff. Like whenever I start painting, he'll, he'll like, he'll want to come and help me. But I'm like, like occasionally he's just, he's just compiling in with a paintbrush and then accidentally, you know, not accidentally purposely, like put a big blue swipe across someone's face. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Um, and it's, especially if it's over an eye that I've taken ages over. Uh, but I normally, yeah. I've got, I've got this little, like, this little basic CM Punk that I just sort of hand him, hand him it, and he just sort of goes mad on that. So he's just, he's just this. He looks like he's, he's a, uh, what's that, uh, what's that thing festival people go to and they're covered in like neon paint. Color match one, yeah, I yeah, know yeah, 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 yeah. So he just looks like that, but with no, li- <laughs> with no limbs. Uh, but yeah, but that's good though. Like creative things especially in, in this day and age right you look at kids nowadays adam like it's all video games it's all virtual mm-hmm. like it's not even collectibles it's all virtual collectibles and stuff like this i have a chat with my yeah. nephew and my nephew's just turned 13 right and he knows okay, about yeah. all my toys and stuff like this and i talk to him all the time because he likes fifa points and fifa collectibles yeah, 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 yeah. and i'm like he, he, he hammers loads of money into this and i'm like well what happens at the end of that he's like i go and buy the new game i go what happened to your old ones he's like nothing i just had him it's like i can't understand it like yeah it's cool to have the kit but like at least with this right yeah the value might tank 
but I could still sell it for something at the end of it. Do you know what I mean? And it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand how we're going to digital. But that could be my ignorance, right? I don't understand it. No, 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 not like... at all. You, no, you're right. Because, I mean, I, I, I play FIFA and, you know, I've, I've fallen victim to, to doing some of that stuff with Ultimate Team. Not too much, but, like, mm. that's the thing. Like, as soon as, as soon as, like, FIFA 23 comes out everything that you've accumulated and spent on 22 i think maybe because you've you've gone so far you may get like some packs given to you but essentially right. you start again every time so there's nothing there's nothing really to show for it i mean if you're of a certain level where you're uh on twitch and stuff and you're making money then whatever i mean that's a that's a, yeah. that's another thing really a, a lot of these people they people watch the videos because they spend loads of money on packs but then the the views of those videos make it so they pay for themselves uh, but if you're, I mean, my, my, my little brother's like the youngest one is 22, 21, 22. Uh, and I remember like, you know, when he was like 16 and he was well, 16, 17, wherever it started, uh, my mom was always kind of like, you know, throwing money at that and it's mental, but it's like for nothing. Like I've, mm. I've recently, cause I've, cause I do like a lot of trading cards and like football cards and stuff. And that's, it's similar, but it's tangible you know and then like you can hold on to something keep it in pristine mm-hmm. condition uh and then sell it and make profit and that's what i do and it's easier because it's it's small unlike obviously wrestling figures take up a lot of space especially yeah in mock but but yeah, yeah. before i digressed what i was going to say the fact your son is happy to sit down and still do something physical like hold on to that right like that, that, that's something i mean that's something i always remember about my childhood right i still grew up with computers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. i remember when the because i think i'm a few years younger than you i remember when the playstation yeah, one I, came out for I'm, example i'm 37 now man but you're like what are you 32 Th- 33 32, yeah so what yeah i've got brothers who are 42 40 well 42 39 and i think 35 so you know i, I similar to age around you so yeah. I've, I've been there and playstations come out and all this and i had them around the house when i grew up but i was always the imagination like i liked the wrestling figures i liked still trying to paint stuff and stuff like that and i do probably think that's one of the reasons why i, I enjoy it so much now as an adult like it gives you that little bit of a a, a, a quiet place in your head i don't know about you but there's nothing better than when you get a stroke of inspiration and you just have to come and and do it and it's just you until you finish that project like that's all you want to do and and it don't care Mm -hmm. what else you've been working on before and stuff like that and like yeah that's and 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 nothing can beat that and when you finish it right no i've completed computer games i've done all that nothing will beat when you've made something by hand and you put it down in front of you and if it came out, come out as good as you thought it was or better, that, that, that's the best. Thing. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, having a, like those two things uh, have, have gone a little bit in parallel, I guess, for me, because when, when I used to get like, I don't know, which had the first, was it, was it Warzone or something? Whatever had like the first creating, create a wrestler thing on it. I spent most of my time doing that, like not I playing the do. game. Yeah. Um, yeah. even like, even the same with like, when I used to play like pro Evo, uh, I would edit the shit out of that. Like to, like, I'd watch, I'd watch like a game and someone had like green boots on, I'd go straight on and edit their boots. Uh, and all my friends kind of knew that I'd spend most of my time in like the creator suite on these things, but then it's just kind of, it's just doing that in real life and having a thing at the end, isn't it? Like, 
Um, so, it, you know, it kind of makes sense. I do that still now. So, I mean, I, I don't play games much, but I still buy the wrestling games or, or throughout the year or whatever, right? And even now, my favorite thing is getting on that creative mm-hmm. suite and I'll play a match, for example, especially for like my career mode. Like, I'll create yeah, my yeah. character. I've created the same character every like game I've played, right? It's called Cali because it's one of the names <laughs> that the commentator can pronounce, right? No other reason. No, yeah, yeah, Cali, yeah. Nothing. yeah. It's, C-A-L-I, I was like, boom, right, since 2011 or whatever that is, he's always been yeah, the yeah, same yeah, guy, yeah. right? And uh, I'll play a match with him, win that match straight in the creative streak. What? What tie are you going to wear next week? And it's just like, it'll probably take me the whole time to get through, like, once way through, is like probably the whole year I'll have the game, whereas everyone smashes it out, I'll be like, every game. So, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I still yeah, love yeah. it. I, I, I don't get anywhere near that. Like, I, I do the same thing. Like, so I've had a... I've had a character called Steve Chapman, which has been since uh, <laughs> Wars. I, I have no idea where that came from. No idea. But like, uh, I always want him to look like 80s, 90s wrestler. Like, I, you know, no, no tattoos or, or any, you know, just like super clean, yeah. basic kind of singlets. Uh, and, I, and I've kind of used him all the time. And, that, and now I kind of, I make him older, you know, like he's an older, mm. an older guy. And then it's like, you know, I'll do a few matches and I'll, I'll go, oh, what, what if he... What if he goes heel now? What does he look like? You know, I just constantly change. Yeah. Um, I like doing the, the, the one I enjoy is like making him a bit like weird or um, not, like mystic, mystical, like undertakery. Like I want to make him real dark. How can I make him, how twisted can I make the entrance? Like, can I get it like that? That's the, the enjoyable one as, as well to make it look real. And like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think the, the, the problem I've, I've always had, I think even now it's not great, but like, you know, like the long hair always looks a bit weird, yeah. doesn't it? It's like half-cooked noodles kind of like just banging against their shoulders. <laughs> I had this conversation with my missus because I was playing it the other day and I was like, do you want to see my character? She's like, yeah, cool, show me your, your, your guy. And she goes, he looks really cool, but why haven't you given him long hair? Because I kind of gave him, like, <laughs> oh, I've, had, I've had long hair, man, for like... Pff, you must have been growing that a long time. Uh, yeah, at, at this point, so I gave him the kind of, it's like almost short, shoulder-lengthy kind of hair, looks cool, swept back, and... So I was like, as soon as I showed her long hair, she's like, yeah, that's not good. It kind of, like you said, it kind of floats out here and kind of... <laughs> yeah, it, like, it stays in like these sort of wide, kind of thin chunks, and they're just sort of separate, yeah. aren't they? Like, even on the, on the latest one. Um, yeah, that's funny, man. I, that's why, like, I, I think it kind of goes back to, like, Neo in The Matrix. They made him look a certain way because it was easier to, like, uh, do the uh, CGI stuff. Uh, and uh, whatever, whatever is, whatever the bad guy was called, uh, Smith, was agent, agent Smith. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just having them like being so rigid that it's there's no like there's nothing that needs to flop around in the wind or anything like that. Now, as far as Damien goes, that's just part of the intimidation thing that I do. Because if you're thinking about the snake, then you're not thinking about me, and you're not thinking about me. We're talking about photography. I think photography is always a good one because this is the thing, right? Uh, a photograph is your selling point, right? It's it's your shop window, especially because, look, let's be frank, mm-hmm. a lot of people here, right, they're, they're trying to make money out of this at the end of the day. That's the big thing. There are some people who don't. They just do it for a hobby. But then a lot of people like to at least try and sell one or two, whether or not it's to help fund, like, we've yeah, spoken totally. about before the hobby they're doing they're obviously not looking to make millions but 
So that's your shop window. So the photograph itself is you want that to look its best, right? You want to look at that photo and think if I was how I see it, if I'm a collector and I'm looking for and I'll use who you use as your um your 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 example pretty much most of the time. If I'm looking for an Owen Hart, right? Because mm-hmm. you, you called it the white whale of, of customs or whatever it was, if, if yeah. I'm correct. Um if I was a collector and I wanted an own heart would this picture make me want to buy that figure because at the end of the day right whether or not it's you me other customizers mattel hasbro whatever a picture they put on the website is what makes you want to buy that product because certainly online right yes you can go in in the shops and pick it up and it's an impulse buy but most of the purchases is done over most purchases are done online now right certainly custom purchase so if you're making a picture make it look good Make the lighting good. Make the figure look good. Make make it look like someone's going to go pow pow. That's my thoughts on photos, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And it, and I mean, it's not uh, like when you think of brands doing it, be it Jazzwares uh, or on Ringside. And like I, I speak to Manny is uh, Figure Kingdom a lot, and he does some stuff with these places. The the photos that they use aren't you know just bog standard. Here's here's like. Uh, bobby lashley sat on the table it's like uh they they heighten it up and make it look better like mm. it's you know the ones that you i mean w- with with customs you are buying that one in the picture you're not doing that with uh with stuff from mattel like you might get one and his you know his eye is like on his cheek or whatever um <laughs> mm-hmm. things look better lit front on always do it gives you a nice clear picture of it you can edit it nicely and stuff like that so having a good front light makes it look clear so that the blinds open the rings in front of me i have a piece of black card that i stick behind it bang shot on my phone i have all the nice cameras i have all the nice lights i have every- i don't like using stuff like that i can't use stuff like that i told you before in this message i'm a caveman when it comes to tech so that works and i know it works and then the other picture all that is is a nice white light again it's like a makeup light anyone's like part yeah, of yeah, yeah, have yeah. one of them right but we've got one over there on the workbench so nice white light on the front again it gives it a nice clear lighting so that's all it is there's no fancy lights so you don't need to have fancy you just need to make it work you with your oven me with just natural light <laughs> <Bang>. <laughs> yeah 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 totally i mean i, I uh it's it, that there's a part of it that's like it needs to be easy to be able to right. i mean I, I i've done it in like I've moved since I started customizing. I think I moved house about five times. So like I need to be able to, uh, like I don't want to rely on uh, a wall in that house because I know I'm not going to have that wall. So I need Mm. to be able to like move it around and then, you know, always having my phone. Uh, I mean, the the natural light in the window that you just said is kind of interesting because does that mean that you need to always do it at a certain time of day so it's like consistent? Because everything you do looks like it is consistent, but you're, yeah, if you're relying on like the sun, then it, I guess it's going to vary. So there's, there's a couple of times when pictures are slightly different. If like I, I try and take it a similar time of day to to make sure because even if it's not. Um, sunny you don't need the sun like if it's too sunny too sunny it'll probably cast too big of a shadow so you just need a light source do you know what i mean a a good front on light because if if you're like me you're just trying to take it with a flat background you just want a flat light source in Mm -hmm. the front of it so again right hang on let me caveat this i am not a trained photographer i have not been (laughs) a trained photographer i do not read photography books 
everything I say is just stuff that I have done that works. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a firm believer that if something works, whether or not it's the way you're meant to do it or whether or not it's not, if it works, it works, right? Simple as that. So like I yeah. was saying, having a nice front on light, it doesn't need to, to be sunny out. It's just got to be that I can get a nice light. And I'm very fortunate because, right, some rises in the east and sets in the west. Is that correct? Again, I've no idea, mate. I think so. It's one, <laughs> one or the other. And yeah, yeah. One, the front of my flat is the east. So the sun rises up and then it sets mm-hmm. in the west, which is the other side of the flat. So I'm very lucky. I always get very good natural light in the flat. So if I can't do that in one room, worst case, I can flip it. And this is kind of what I could say to you, right? You talk about a, a quick setup or whatever. You could bang a, a, a black card on a, a chair seat and put it back on the behind it stand that in front of any window that can provide front on light and you've got a way to be able to do it and, and move it around right and it's mm-hmm. the, the black pieces of card that i use i think were probably like two pounds for a pack of five of amazon doesn't need to cost anything or too much no, light, of course. You know I mean? and then it's clean and it's nice and like you say you've got your own little setup and it's, there's many people that you know you, you, you have their own style and I enjoy that as well. I love seeing how people like to present their work. Again, we've spoken about that before, so we won't loop back around about like putting stuff in different positions and stuff. But the one thing, again, to digress, but I think it kind of links nicely, is when it comes to the page you post, just post what you want to post, right? Like mm-hmm. It's your page at the end of the day. And if you post for you, someone else is going to like what you post anyway, right? When you start trying to think of what other people might not like, or sorry, might like, then you're not really going to be getting much enjoyment out of it. Whether or not it's when I post my customs or figures I've got or stuff like that, it's just because I felt like I wanted to post it that day. And whether or not one person liked that picture or 900 people liked that picture, it doesn't matter. At least someone saw some content and thought, you know what, that that's cool. And that at that point in time, someone appreciated that post of that hobby and probably had similar thoughts to what i had when i was like oh man that cane figure picture take it you know what i mean because that's why we do it right like yeah yeah yeah, exactly i i think like it's the you know the likes the follows whatever that's just a byproduct of your own enjoyment i don't think if you're if you're doing things purely for that uh then you're not really being true to yourself and, and doing what you what you want to do like there's a lot of you know, if you if you overlap and think about, um, you know, people who, who whose profiles are just about themselves and like what they post, like their fashion selfies, whatever. I'm thinking like, you know, your Love Island types, whatever. Like, um, a lot of that kind of moves into just posting stuff for the sake of um, what reaction it would get. And if you're just looking mm-hmm. for reactions to things, that's you know it all it all kind of like speaks together i guess and like um yeah i think if if you're if you're enjoying it and you like what what you like and just keep that consistent um then you, you just you're just gonna have a better time with it i grew up um on the wrestling figs message board so this was before real so i think i think it was like mm-hmm. maybe a similar time to myspace so like social media wasn't a big yeah. thing do you know what i mean that was your yeah. your social media at the time and man that was that was what i used to love and i used to do figure photography back then and by i was no good like i was on the people who put a ring on no background or anything and just 
a pose and it was like yeah this could be i enjoyed it right and people <laughs> sitting there yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. take part in it and and, and and you know it was it was an enjoyable thing to be part of that was how i socially got the interaction that you know you and i talk about now right and that's yeah. almost probably why i started the page as well like because i don't go on my personal instagram really at all since i've created the other page same same yeah i don't really have a desire like don't get me wrong right people i care about you know i I like to see the good news of what's going on people's lives and that but let's be perfectly frank most of the people that you have on your instagram accounts you can care less you can care less about what they're doing so you don't you know the quicker you kind of remove that out of your life and realize you can focus and spend that time on actually enjoyment and most the case looking at wrestling figures or speaking to like-minded people it becomes a lot more enriching but that's another story like it's 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 just a good place to have interactions because on my personal uh, Instagram, I'd have these people. I'd still look at like Mad Reaper, Mac Decals is one mm-hmm. that I'd, I'd watch for ages, and and now so like look, Mac for example is someone I speak to to most days, yeah, and yeah. just whether about it's about figures and stuff. So it's almost having that same enriching conversation, but the medium in which it's it happens on now is just switched to the social media. So I mean that's I think why like your your instagram profile is almost like your your message boards profile now do you know what i mean where people can actually see back onto the figures you like and stuff i don't know about you man i sit there and sometimes scroll through people's pages just to see man what customers did you make two or three years ago there is no one that does it better than the macho man randy savage We're talking about customizing. Both of us have only have only done it for a, a similar amount of time. I think my f- my first one I ever did was like I don't know January last twenty one or something like that. Mm. Yeah, um, I remember you coming. Was it in Owen Hart you did first? No, I did. Um, I I think that the, the very first thing I did was a was a repaint of a Kenny Omega uh jazz wears and then the first thing i did that was proper i guess was a scott steiner but i couldn't uh, even i remember that yeah, one with the tiger um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I i didn't even know how to crack then so i was just um i just did the i just pay, uh taped off his shorts you know and just did it that way um what was the yeah. first thing that made you crack a torso like it was what's your first story of what made you brave to do it um, I did it with a, uh, a Seth Rollins and I, and I like, I really cut my finger quite mm-hmm. badly, not like hospital levels, but like enough that it was, I had like quite a red hand with blood. Um, uh, but I did that completely having no idea what I was doing, you know, like, uh, mm-hmm. you've given, you've, you've given an oyster to a caveman for the first time and he's just gone, mm-hmm. Uh, so I just go, how, how could this possibly work? And then it was, um, uh, Manny, uh, MJP customs that kind of, he, mm. he sent me a video of like how he does it, which was great. And I go, okay, fine. And then, um, went from there, really, how about you? So I had some understanding of how figures kind of made up and broke down from the Jack stage. And we've spoken about this before. Mm. Kind of, I, I wasn't a good customizer. I kind of did some Frankensteining, like, if people, I don't know if you all know this, but other people will know this who are Jax fans. I used to have a thing where I'd take the arms off, 
what were called finishing move figures. And these mm-hmm. the reasons why these ones were so cool, uh, Adam, beforehand, right? Because TTL, Titan Tron figures, they only had elbow movements. So you had a, a movement at the shoulder, which was kind of like that, but you didn't have the bicep swivel. But the finishing mm-hmm. moves figures had bicep swivel. So I'd always buy them, break the bodies out to get the extra articulation, and then I could put them on the figure. Uh, and I'd okay. be able to like, properly stun her with a stone cold, for example, and they'd have a bit more. So almost yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. I'm not saying I was uh, uh, like one of those guys that was able to see into the future or anything, because like you know, take, take <laughs> I think a you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more t- <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, right? So I'd always had some kind of understanding, and then once uh, and I've, I've told the story of how I got into customizing on Joe's JPD's Customs podcast. So to give him a, a plug, if we, this gets into the thing, look, go listen to that. I'll go back. Yeah, I, I just just to, just to add that what. What I didn't want to do was repeat any of that stuff. I'd rather people go and listen to that, and then I don't want to cover the same bases. I thought it's best and just to like exactly, do and that's else. why I'm kind of going to go just to say, look, there's the story of how I got into customizing. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. To kind of build on that story, right? I got to that point where I didn't want to just do paint jobs. I wanted to actually make a custom, right? And my other half, she's one of those people that I always think she's she's so uh inspiring in the sense of there's no middle ground she's either going to go and shoot to the top of it and she's going to mm-hmm. make, make that top of it and that's what's going to happen right so there's, there's no oh i'm going to learn the steps to do this i'm just going to go and i don't know build a rocket ship to mars and not worry about that and i'll just work out how to do it on the way mm-hmm. and i wanted to do that i was like i'm going to do that with one of the customs now i don't know how i'm going to get there i'm just going to do it and what i wanted to do is this ray mysterio that i have in front of me you probably can't see it but you can go onto my uh space onto my, my yeah, uh, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. it's a new japan one right and there's a few things about this now i took two ray mysterio figures off of my uh display this wasn't even spare parts i'd picked up i was just like right that's it fuck it i'm gonna do it I walked down to Wilkinson's. I got two flathead screwdrivers. I got uh, a Stanley knife or whatever they're called. <laughs> the things. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. This shit's going down, right? Yeah. And Box cutters, like, they call them for the, uh, yeah. for the American fans. Yeah. yeah. And she went. <laughs> she was like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Is this wise?" I was like, "Look, worst case, man, I'll go buy these figures off eBay." And I guess, look again. I'm going to caveat something. I'm very, very lucky, Adam. I'm an adult now, right? If I buy, most of my money I buy for figures now tends to go to parts, mm-hmm. right? I've got a parts bin underneath me, so I can probably afford to have these risks. If I snap a £20 figure, it's not the end yeah, of the yeah, world. Yeah. So I, I appreciate not everyone is in the space that I'm able to, to do that. So um, yeah, so I took these figures off and I was just like, it's going to go one of two ways, right? I'm either going to snap these torsos and they're going to come off clean and it's going to be nice. I'm going to be able to make the customer or I'm going to have to spend £40 to replace it and it's a lesson learned fortunately it worked like an absolute dream and that was kind of the very fortunate pattern that kind of occurred when i kind of was making customs i got into a pattern of well i'll just do it and see what happens and that's kind of the idea i try to present to people with a lot of time right yeah it's good and and you know tutorials like what you said from manny are great and things like that and there are bases right and they give us a good level but when you want to go further, just try something. You know, when I pick up my Dremel at times, and again, you know, I said before, I'm very lucky. If I waste some parts, it's not the end of the world. If, sometimes I just think, what will happen if I use my Dremel piece to, to try and get this thing? I understand a certain drill bit might make this effect. So if I then go and say, 
let's talk about hemming jeans or cutting and putting jeans. So if I go yeah. across this ridge of a short, it's going to create almost a, a ripped effect, which I can then go yeah, in yeah, to yeah, add yeah, yeah. white to. So it's, it's you know it's it's either going to work or it's not going to work. But the logics is there, and that's all customizing is really right. Thinking about would this idea work? Let's give it a go. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. And if it does work, brilliant. You've learned a new skill. And if it doesn't work, well, there you go. You've learned an experience. But just yeah, I think like if uh, yeah, if if you can try like a new technique, or you go, oh, what happens if I um, I don't know um, <laughs> set set fire to this guy's hair? What will that do? Or like any anything that's just to create like a a new effect. And then kind of sharing that and going, oh, this is like a cool way of doing it. I think it was like uh, uh, Bobble who did the, the the cotton thing around the leg. I don't know whether he was the first thing to do it on the Jay Whites, but I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's really cool. Like that's, you know, an innovative way of doing that. And like, uh, and then Jordan did it similar by, by cutting into it. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, doing these extra, extra little things. Um which you know people can learn from can try themselves and you know if you're if you kind of coin that great um and like you say if you you can just i mean i'm thinking i'm sure people have like a spare a spare leg knocking around that you can just um yeah. fiddle on. Um, that's what i do as well like and it, it colors for example i've got a because the thing is here's, here's another customizing tip it was kind of a tip basics are great for arms so arms and elbow pads and knee pads, right? So mm-hmm. you can score off of eBay in either the UK or the US. You can get bundles of basics for 10, 15, 20 pounds, yeah, $20 at times for 10, 10 figures, right? There's 10 sets of good arms, potentially 10 sets of elbow pads and knee pads. And believe me, once you start customizing, especially if you start selling them, you'll be amazed at how quickly you run out of good arms, good knee pads, good elbow pads. So Yeah, there's a lot you can get out of, out of a basic. Yeah, like you say, there's the, the pads uh heads are sometimes different um you know i i've used uh like the hands i've used like the more basic kind of boots on things before which is fine um because i mean a lot of the a lot of the figures that i i make are obviously made for display anyway so they don't need to articulate completely so sometimes it's better to because some parts look better when they don't have a mm-hmm. a, a, a a hinge inside it or whatever i'm a, a firm believer of if it's a custom for you i'm going to be perfectly frank i cut corners sometimes when it's a custom for me i'm oh, i'm yeah. not a, a selly type of guy when it comes to my collection most of the time if it goes in my collection it either stays on display or it ends up in one of these boxes and i hoard it and i forget mm-hmm. i've got it and then i like to rotate my collection around every now and again right so at the moment i'm on a huge wcw thing i love wcw growing up and like that's where my nostalgia is at whether Same. it's i'm getting the toy beers whether it's the customs and now i want to make and then what will probably happen is maybe in six to eight months time i might flick back to i don't know ruthless aggression era now that Mattel are bringing out so i'll be like oh who else can i kind of make be that and then i might rotate around yeah Yeah. so when it comes to customs for me i know there's ones on there that i'm i'm never gonna sell and if there's ones like that like they say i might not necessarily fully paint or fully sand down all the joints because i know i'm never gonna move the arms and stuff like that so yeah i completely get what you're saying there yeah i I, i've done it where i've had a you know a jacket that the back has a different person on it but it doesn't matter because they're only (laughs) going to be facing frontwards um yeah yeah yeah, completely. And I think I think I spoke about this on the JPD podcast, but uh, yeah, due to lack of space and also just getting bored of looking at the same thing, I quite like to have a smaller display and just curate it like a gallery, you know, and like mm. 
and if I get like I get really into I get really into something and then I'll start going in that direction like if it's if it's uh you know mid 90s WCW then I'm like then I'm watching it uh on the on Peacock now because that's what it is instead of the network in the Mm -hmm. US um and then I just go like full steam into that um but I think you said on uh you said on his podcast that like the having to wait for stuff to get delivered is is a bit of a nightmare because you you kind of want to do it now and then by the time it arrives you might be like oh I'm kind of on to 1999 now and then it's like yeah which, I, which I've done a lot. Like I, I've, I must have wasted like my wife might listen to this book, but, but wasted uh, quite a bit of money doing that. But I, I, I guess I, I get around to it eventually. It just, I just need to get into that again, I suppose, and find that moment and then go and then. See, but, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this is the thing, right? So I'm very, again, I'm very fortunate with my display because I kind of, I'm very good at moving things around. I'm like my Rey Mysterio, I'll always have, and I've I've got room there that the more they come out, I can fit them around. I've I've also got a Rob Van Dam collection again. I can fit it, but I kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. try and have eras. So I'm quite ruthless now when it comes to it. Like as much as I love the the Attitude Era and and I was in the Ruthless Aggression Era, I don't need four of the same people in that mm-hmm. so it, i can i'm quite content that there's, there's a couple of times i might branch out and have one or two of favorites for example hurricane helms i like him mm-hmm. so i might get free for but i recently got the new legends edge and i've got the variant as well and it's like i don't need two representations of the same kind of era of edge in this so i'm quite happy so so i'm quite choosy about what i display but i'm also very good at having different eras but like you say i tend to go very much all in at the moment Again, you wouldn't know this, and this is why it's disappointing, Adam, that you, you didn't know Jax, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there, there is a, a, a an either loved or loathed line called R three that Jax put out, and you've probably seen mm-hmm. it, right. And, and at the time, the concept was so good, but Jax jacked it pretty damn quick, right? It was that the idea was they were going to all have individual body molds. They were going to be like scanned from head to toe, and these were going to be changed. So it's going to be the most realistic looking figures you'd ever have right and there are yep. some absolute gems in the line but as always parts quickly got reused corners got cut it was a, but there are there are some figures in this line that some collectors like me who have that nostalgia but when you mention names like hogan like sting like goldberg like big sexy kevin nash you're talking about the creme de la creme they are stars too <laughs> but that's what i love about it see i don't want to fight with people like Disco Inferno! We're talking about eBay. I recently was uh, on eBay, and once I see something on eBay, and if I decide I want it, I've got to have it. Like, mm-hmm. I'll look at it, I'll keep looking at it every other day, and I'll try and chuck a cheeky, like, little offer to see if I can tempt them into, like, the conversation. Yeah. Of, right, what would you, what would you really You're super lowballing them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, right, but this <laughs> is the thing, right? So, right, we're going to take a sidestep here. Something happened to me on eBay recently, and I was really upset about it, right? And I didn't even know you could have this happen. Now, that on eBay, I sometimes do what I just said to try and get a conversation, right? I'm not going to really lowball you. This isn't like insulting, right? But I'm going to throw a little bit of a low number at you in hope that you'll go look how it hit. Let's let's talk this number. I can gauge whether or not you're going to have conversation. Is there really room for negotiations? Where are we going to go? So I do it on things I want. Mm-hmm. But I also do it quite often for customs that I want for parts, Adam. Now, how often have you been going through eBay and you'll see a figure that you know will only sell for like four, five, six quid and it might be listed for like 11, 12, 13 quid. So I just chuck them an offer at it saying, look, 
this one no no it's worth it's up to them whether he took it take it or not right yeah so, i mean just just to interject a second on that because I, I mean this is this is quite a good section just to talk about uh acquiring stuff and and all of that um yeah so i if you on ebay if you go to like the completed or the sold things and then mm-hmm. search that way you can kind of see what things are selling for so then you know yeah, yeah. like if if i offer this i'm not taking the piss um and that's kind of how i do it and how i gauge it yeah but yeah carry on and, and, and that's exactly what i do so and, and the other thing is the other, the other and again the third point on this where I, like as you know i collect older jacks figures right and not mm-hmm. a lot of older jacks figures are worth a lot but unfortunately we're in the age of ignorance where people seem to think any figure that has been produced more than say five years ago is worth so much yeah, yeah, pounds totally. and just list it for obscure amounts like the amount like I'm down to like a handful of Rey Mysterio figures I need. And the amount of them I'm sat there watching on eBay now because the person thinks they're worth like 70 quid when no one's going to... But anyway, so what I'll do is I'll chuck... Yeah, yeah, but they've just been... That that listing's been there for like, for months and months. Yeah, totally, totally, yeah. So so anyway, I'll sometimes throw this thing. So the other day I was on eBay and I spotted a figure I needed, uh, a Rey Mysterio figure, and I was like, oh, sweet, I need that one. And it had like, I think it was like a tenner or you could make an offer. So I thought, right, I'll chuck an eight quid offer off it. See if I can get a couple of quid on the postage. And eBay was like, this seller has, uh, does not welcome offers from you or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> <you personally? laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. And I was just like, what? So I was like, fuck it. Don't care about this. I went to try and just buy it now for the tenner. And he goes, yeah, this seller does not welcome purchase from me. Now I'm going to, Say something here, right? I have never, I've never uh, complained that anything hasn't turned up from eBay. I'm very honest. All my packages turn up. Do you know what I mean? I'm not one of the people. There's, there's no way like this guy's like sent me something, and I've been like, oh, this hasn't turned up. You know, that's just not me. I've, I've never not had anything be sent to people so there's not a possible chance so yeah. the guy's clearly had an offer from me one day when i was on one of these sprees and he's, he's got so upset with me that he's decided so what i did is i just sent the link to my other half and uh, i went can you offer them eight pound please and he accepted it so, so oh right that's, yeah that's amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> that i mean that, that may, maybe that's it like maybe you like you lowballed uh once on a bad day and they just sort of blocked you i guess if, if you've got is your um is your number like whatever they call it? Your eBay rating is it? Is it high? I'm, it, I know... man. I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. Like, I've, I've, uh, like I say, man, I'm clean on eBay. Everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's like if you, you know, if your eBay account new and you don't have more than ten feedback, some people no. might not accept. But you, you must have been. You must have done more than that. It's not possible doing this. Mate, COVID um, alone, I had like. I'm pretty sure I was buying like three or four things a day. Like, do you know what I mean? Like again, like yeah, yeah, yeah. two or three pound figures, but I'm like, bum, 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 bum. But yeah. So like, yeah, I, was, totally. I was upset about that because I was just like, wow, you must have been really upset with me that day. Like, listen, I don't mean anything personal by it. If you don't like it, just say no. Like, I get people who send me price offers on eBay, right? Just chucking it off. You never know. Sometimes I put something on eBay for say forty quid, right? And in my head, I'm sitting there thinking, I'll take twenty five quid for this. If I put twenty five quid for it, someone's then going to turn and offer me eighteen pound for it. So if I put forty quid down on there, and someone offers me between twenty five and forty quid for it, yeah. then I'm happy. And I think that's everyone has different. Approach. Yeah, I mean, it, with the just back to the trading cards thing, because that's a very you know, eBay is your mm. your area to do that a lot of the time, or if if you're not doing it for Instagram, but but most people price things higher. And let the market kind of come to you. 
yeah. you, don't, you don't want to undersell it because with with that is more about you know you're 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 buying to you sell and invest in something else and then you just keep that kind of going mm-hmm. um yeah if, if you just go yeah if you go higher and then just just let people offer it to you it, it kind of irritates me when um when they have best offer on but then you know it auto rejects like i've had it auto reject like 50p under and i'm like why have you even got best offer on or if yeah. i if i send an offer to somebody that's like fine like they've got it on for 20 uh and i'll bid 16 but do a best offer of 16 and they just reject it it's like why aren't you countering why don't you just say seven and then i have to do it again it's like well, yeah just counter then that i'll, I'll like to counter me, as but, well yeah. I'll tell you my favorite though, and I guess everyone's had this right, is sometimes I don't want to have to mess about with an auction, right? Sometimes it will say starting price is X or best offer. So I think, right, I'll chuck you an offer that I feel is a fair price for me to pay. And then we don't need to do this whole song and dance about the the um the bidding or whatever like that. And then it's when you make them an offer, they reject it, so you make a bid. And then you win for less than the offer you made. That's justice. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I had that with a with a with a Roman Reigns rookie card recently. I was trying to, I was I was messaging about it, going, "Oh, will you take this for it?" And we were going, "No, I've seen it go for like for this amount." Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just going to let the auction run. And then I, I I ended up winning it for like it was like a hundred less. It's like brilliant. Fuck you. But- <laughs> I've had it before. But you know what? I've had it before where they don't send the item as well. That's but oh, really? they clearly didn't get as much money as they want. So like, oh, oh so they cancel it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, um, yeah. I mean, the getting, um, yeah, ordering things for parts, and then uh, like I, I've got, I got a, I got a Nakamura yesterday because, uh, well, it arrived yesterday because I just wanted that intercontinental belt um mm-hmm. which i which i put on a on a uh walter gunther yesterday but i didn't i haven't even done it properly i just was like oh i i kind of wanted to do it when he won it i was like oh this would be cool and then it by the time it arrived i'm like oh, nah. <laughs> so now, yeah, so now i've got a belt and the, the belt's cool but like that that nakamura figure is rubbish and like i don't know there's so many of them on ebay because i think a lot of people have just bought it for that yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of them figures like I have a, a small modern day collection because um, most of my wrestling love comes from my retro love, right? Like yeah, if I watch yeah, the same. network, it's it's typically something I've watched before or it's an, a documentary about the wrestling I've watched before or it's an interview of a wrestler from my child. That's what I kind of enjoy. But my other half has got into wrestling through me watching it. So we still keep in touch with the modern day stuff. We, we watch the, the highlight show and we watch some of the pay-per-view matches and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I have a smaller modern day collection and Nakamura is one of those ones. I'd love to have a Nakamura in that modern collection, but they, they I just don't like any of them. Like you say, they just, I think there was one and I can't remember which was, that was yeah. good, but it's just yeah. the one you're talking about. I think he just, his neck looks too long and it's, it's one of those ones where the, Rather than the base of the body being skin, it's not. So the skin is painted on, and I don't like mm. it when it's that way around. It always looks a bit weird. Um, yeah. And I mean, I, I think his his ultimate is is the only one which I would probably have. But he, 
I don't really like what he looks like, so none of his figures are going to look that great because yeah. they're going to look like him. I like his style, right? And do, do you know why? I, and again, this is something I like wrestlers who are, whose attires are a bit different. So I enjoy the fact that his attires are kind of not weren't well, the standard. When I when I got back into watching it again, and I I saw him and this guy because I had no idea who he was, and he was like really mm. popular. It was like uh who is this who is this like uh poor man's thriller video extra like <laughs> I, I i just didn't understand it but he he seems like a pretty cool guy like he's, he seems like a nice person uh from, yeah yeah from what i've heard um but, but yeah yeah and i mean this thing so it's yeah it's, so that's one of them figures i'd love to, to have so my, my small modern collection i mean at the moment you've kind of got rk bro displayed uh because mm. We enjoy their their stick. My my other half. One one of the things I've picked up on from from watching wrestling with her, and and I liked it too. She likes it when you get the odd guy pairings of tag teams. They're the ones she likes. Yeah. So she loved it when Pete Dunne was with Matt Riddle, and then mm-hmm. now like Matt Riddle's with Randy Orton. She just really enjoys that kind of dynamic. So um, I've got those guys on display there. Uh, you've got Undisputed Era. Again, just because they're the ones that she enjoyed watching. And then I think other than that, it's mostly Finn Balor's and indie darlings. So people like Samoa Joe, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gargano, like, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't, I don't really enjoy much of the modern day guys in terms of wrestling. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to have to interject here, lads, as we are at time. Now wasn't that wonderful? We shall continue this next time with a special guest. Until then, it's goodbye from me. Take it easy. Great, great to meet you at last. Take it easy, Ed. Take care, man. Bye. Bye. Hasso, I remember my first wrestling figure. My mom took me to the local store in the early 90s. I was hoping to get my small and greasy mitts on a Hulk Hogan. Oh, brother, was I excited. But all they had left was a gallop of Tom Zank. Tom Zank. So I asked my mother if I could get some yellow paint and make my own Hulk Hogan using the body of Zank. She said no because I had recently painted my dog's ears purple when she was taking a shower. My mother, that was, I defy anyone to paint a dog's ears whilst they are in the shower. It's really a non-starter. Trust me. So instead, when I got home, I covered Zank in mustard. And lo and behold, my first custom Hulk Hogan. Mustard mania brother. Unfortunately, when I was taking a shower, my dog came in and licked it all off. I guess that's what they call karma, guys? Ha ha. 3x3XR Radio.